Greetings and welcome to the ECG podcast, a show for some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather around once a week to remotely discuss our love of video games and other shared interests. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman, joining you from Jacksonville, Florida. And tonight I've got with me Mr. Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Why, hello there. Robbie Bobby Miller from Baltimore, Maryland. What's up, Bobby? Hey, hey. And we have, last but not least, from the tip of America's dick, Mr. Georgia Ravelo from Miami, Florida. What up? Yeah, we're we're back on the video podcast. Pretty uh, pretty smooth last time, so I'm going to knock on wood that it continues to be smooth. Um, we had a mega-sized episode, so we took a, a week off, and we are back to talk about some video game news. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be covering... Uh, Cyberpunk's apology and subsequent uh, article from Bloomberg, Jason Schreier reporting on the development history of that game, shedding a little bit more light on why it ended up the way it did. Uh, We're going to be talking about some huge news around Lucasfilm games, including a new Star Wars uh, property and an Indiana Jones game by Machine Games. And then we are going to just do a little catch up on what we've been watching uh, while we're continuing our COVID-19 uh, 2021 life. So let's dive right into cyberpunk news. Um, just to quickly recap, and I'll open up the uh, forum for discussion. So uh, I think it was like literally eight or nine hours before the article from Bloomberg went up. Uh, we had an apology video uh, from CD Projekt Red, specifically uh, one of the founders, uh, basically... I would say for three quarters of the video owning up to the uh, state of the game and putting the blame on the uh, more the business side. And uh, then it kind of takes a nosedive and we get a, some a little bit of uh, blame tossed on the QI, QA side, which we'll talk about in a second, but I thought it was complete bullshit. Uh, and then, you know, hours later, Jason Schreier from Bloomberg releases an article that outlines basically um, the production history and why it ended up the way it did citing uh, really that full production didn't begin until 2016 the fact that they switched from third to first person and of course um, you know some pretty strong pushback from staff who didn't believe the game was going to be ready until 2022 among other things so with all that being said let's jump in i'll open it up to you guys uh, have at it. W- what did you think of that 24 hour news cycle when, when all that stuff kind of came out? What'd you make of the apology video and what'd you make of the article? I guess. Uh, bullshit. You know, like I, I call, I mean, look, I think that they are, I mean, I don't know, man. Like I, 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 I like that company a lot. I love their history, their games, you know, they had such a good reputation and I think that that good reputation obviously has been soured, but I think like, People are still like holding on to that, and it feels like in some in some ways giving them like I don't know more de- more avenues for defense, giving them a pass in some areas uh, because of their history. And it's just like look, they're apologizing because they had to. You know that article was coming out the next day. I mean, it's like it's not even up for debate whether like, whether you thought that this game was in good shape, whether it was ready. Like, there's no debating this. This game was arguably one of the worst launches for a game of this magnitude, of this much hype. <clears throat> so, yeah, you had to apologize. Didn't have a choice but to apologize. Um, I, I took issue with some of the excuses that they made. 
because if there was one time when you had like you have zero room to make excuses it's for the condition or the state that you released the old gen consoles in like there's zero excuse for that you know like just just admit what you did wrong or if you don't want to admit your reasons behind it just apologize and that's it but to sit here and tell me that the issues that we saw that you guys experienced on the old gen consoles were not shown in our play testing is fucking preposterous like, did you turn it on? Did you did you insert the game and try to turn it on? The game, it could, like, you could not play the game. Like, you could not get through a minute of the game at, at all if you were on the OGEN console for those first few days. So I don't know what, what kind of playtesting that you that you do as the head of the company. I mean, at some somewhere at some point, somebody in the company should, like, take an Xbox or a PS4 and, like, power it on and try to play a couple hours of the game. You know, like if the game crashed in the middle of it, okay, well, you know, whatever, like it, it took some, there's some game breaking bugs in there. All right. But the game literally was not playable on more. I don't, I mean, if you take the PC out of it on more than half of the consoles available, like the game is not playable. Like that's so unacceptable. You know, it's the reason you're being sued by your own investors. Um, you know, I, I thought the, the, the excuse that they used for that is, it's a lie. It has to be a lie. You had to know that you were doing that. I, I, I don't know. It's either it's either a bold-faced lie or there's some gross, like, unheralded, like, uh, incompetence associated with how that, how that just snuck by you without you noticing. I don't know. That's, that's crazy to me. That's the real only issue that I have with, with Cyberpunk. I mean, the game is playable enough on next-gen and PC, even though it has a lot of bugs, but you can get through the game and enjoy the experience. But that shit on... on the old gen consoles and then almost like blaming them blaming the consoles you know like oh unfortunately the consoles just didn't have the capacity to handle the game like you set out to make a game for that console that's your responsibility like don't 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 pin it on the 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 consoles miss uh, shortcomings you know you've been working on this game for what eight years you know like give me a fucking break it it's just a shame because it starts off so well, you know, yeah. the apology, like where I'm like, oh, all right, cool. You know what? Like, good for you. Like, just taking ownership, like you're making a public statement. You're saying all the right stuff. They didn't, you know, explicitly say we got greedy, but they basically were kind of implying that, you know, over ambitious, overly yeah. ambitious. Yeah. Um, and then to kind of sour it all by then turning around and making excuses like you have an excuse for your apology for three quarters and then like for the excuses to come rolling in it's like you should have stopped at that 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 point where you just said hey we're not going to give up on it we know we fucked up we're going to make it better like just stop there like you know what i mean like i think people know what happened right and then so then for you to kind of turn around and say that it was a surprise where i like you said there's no way like if you actually had playtesters playing it, there's no way you could not know like that the, the game was in a state where it wasn't ready and it wasn't going to be ready. You know, I think he had mentioned something about we hope that the day one patch was going to fix those issues. Like, are you guys are professionals? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you know, like somebody in that company said there's no way. Like, there's no way. Like, don't do it. Probably multiple people from, you know, the article, which we'll get to in a second and seem like we're all on board. Um or you didn't test it, or you, or, or you said just say we didn't test it. We were so confident that we fixed it. We didn't even bought, which is would be the um, the incompetence defense, right? Like it's either or it, under it, the knife. Didn't, we yeah, didn't have like, time. Like you know, the patch was coming in hot. We hoped, and we, yeah, know, we failed. We, like we either didn't test it, or we knew it was coming out like this. But it can't be. We did. We did test it, and we never saw it. Like that's just 
there's just no way there's just no way so zach and bobby like we'll stick with the apology video for now and then we'll get to the article like give me just your thoughts like if you watched it or read a summary like what what did you make of everything take it away bobby uh i wasn't a fan and i don't like that other developers are now putting their their two cents in now like uh gabe newell uh from valve like now he's he's defending cyberpunk when when it just seems way it's way too late and even gabe was mad about playstation pulling it when you couldn't even play it on playstation and it was corrupting uh but i do remember didn't control do the same thing where control was like bricking ps4s if i do recall didn't didn't but control was never taken off the store but wasn't it where control man it was What's never unplayable. I, I don't think control ever was unplayable. Like, well, I thought it was like they were telling you not to install it because it was bricking PlayStation. It was Greg Miller, I believe, was the first one to post it, where it's like it just kept getting blank screen and his stuff wouldn't restart until he redid his hard drive. But, know, but it wasn't even that. that bad. But they still didn't take control off. I think Sony went too far with that. But <clears throat> I don't like developers coming to protect uh, Project Red when it, it seems like. Uh, the from the top down there's been problems uh yeah the crunch and then it seemed like the lower level people didn't want to crunch because they knew it was shit uh for some parts of it i'm not gonna say the whole thing because i've seen people play it uh, steam everything it looks good uh not steam stadia um where it looks good but uh i for last gen i hate when people keep going at next gen when it's still xbox one ps4 but uh that wasn't ready and probably should have never even happened, but it seems like that's the strategy that everybody's going for now. It's still coming out on PS4 and the next gen, but if it wasn't ready, it wasn't ready. I, I don't blame investors for suing. I don't blame people for getting mad. Uh, I was surprised that it it is the way it is, but I, I the apology to me just Dude. seemed like a slap in the face, to be honest. You, you, Bobby brings up a hell, of, a hell of a good point that I, I, I didn't think about, but could you imagine... Like, this game was supposed to come out before next-gen, right? Could you imagine if this game came out in this shape in, in, Mar- in March or in the spring when it was supposed to, or in September, and all of us had bought it on the old gen? Could you imagine? No. And it was unplayable? Holy shit. So no. that, that's such a cop-out, man. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it would have been infinitely... I mean, it's a pretty bad situation, but I think it would have been infinitely worse. Um had that that happen i think they were they weren't gonna be that pushy um yeah like i'm fine with people defending like developers to the point of like saying like hey like don't harass them like you know people that didn't have any choice like like they weren't part of the decision making process like it's fine to defend those people i think like they've got a lot of shit like they don't have anything to do with what's going on you know it's not even really a a testament to their work quality or anything because it seems like you know again we'll get to it in a second like uh there was plenty of vocal discussions about like the game not being ready to to launch so yeah how about you zach yeah i mean like you guys were saying the apology video was at least uh i guess would have been more well received had the qa uh, section not have been a part of it but yeah I don't know I I didn't I took it more as like we have to do this than uh, we're actually sorry that we we did that and that's how it came off to me personally uh, I, I hope that's not the case and that's just you know 
um, me overthinking it. But yeah, I I feel I, I love the game, so I wanted to have a really good redemption story. But it's just like they just keep digging themselves deeper, I feel. Yeah, they've they've certainly I would say have little to no goodwill right now with the gaming community at, at large. Yeah, they really need to like <laughs> I'd say by this time, by this time next year, this game needs to have done a total 180 as in like it needs to it needs to look and run. I mean, it might not look because that's almost impossible, but it needs to look and run almost identical to how the PC is capable of running it on at least the series X and PS five. Yeah. Um, so let's transition to the article from Jason Schreier, which highlighted, you know, of course, uh, crunch amongst other things, um, internal discussions about realistically when they expected the game to be ready. And then really just the production history, which like, I mean, none of that surprised me right like the things that the article detailed like uh switching from third to first person the fully expecting this thing not to come out to 2022 some of the language barriers uh which i didn't think was as big of a deal as some people made it out to be but you know that that's the kind of thing that can slow down production um and really like just the the guilt trips right like on on staff uh that didn't want to crunch uh well, someone's going to have to pick up your slack. So, you know, do what you want to do. Like all of that makes total and utter sense to me. And it's disappointing, uh, but not surprising. Like that's kind of what I walked away from the article going like, yeah, this all fits with w- what I've experienced playing the game, you know? Um, Big rip. Yeah. Uh, was any- things, oh, what, what's crazy. Uh, I'm just, I'm re going over the article right now and, GTA and like Red Dead had thousands of people on it, it says. And this had 500, which is an increase from there already, which I assumed was a big studio at, uh, what was it, 350? Yeah. 240 in-house staff for Witcher 3. That's a, that's a lot of people working on a game, right? So for Red Dead to have thousands, and obviously look how polished that game came out. And, you know, that's what it says they were striving to achieve is just crazy to me that you're putting you wanted that level of success with three times less whatever people you know what i'm saying like that's insane well in a shorter production time right like then like if they were in weren't in full production until 2016 that's four years like i just kind of wonder like what kind of cognitive dissonance do you have that like you're as a higher up at well, you think you can pull that off in that amount of time with that amount of people? I mean, it, based off of that article, I mean, it clearly started with like over, you know, it, ridiculous ambition, right? Like that's that was that was uh, the first step in, in in what ended up happening. But I feel like that step is forgivable, right? Like you can have high expectations, set crazy high goals and have all these big ambitions. And that's fine. But at some point you need to like realize, hey, this is not realistic or you need more time. It's 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 their reaction to realizing that the, the game wasn't going to meet the expectations that they set for themselves or set for the consumers. And they went on with it anyways. That's where you fucked up. Like you can be forgiven for being overly ambitious, for not being able to deliver all these things that you wanted to do. Right. Because it feels like they put out their whole plan for cyber uh, for cyberpunk off of like jotted down ideas like well i want to make a game that has this this and this and this and that 
right? And and that's what we're going to give you guys. But you were nowhere near accomplishing that at, at that point, and you're certainly still not there now. Um, they 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 did so many things. Like, come on, this this you see it in the article too, right? Like this company doesn't have experience. Like they've been predominantly fantasy, third person. And they're going to go in the complete opposite direction, uh, it, you know, having towns where you fast travel and stuff. But they're going to make this giant, dense city, right? It's going to be packed with a bunch of stuff, almost no loading. Uh, you're going to do it all in first person, create this other combat system. And you're going in a completely different, like, genre than what you're accustomed to doing it. And you think it's all going to work out just because Witcher 3, you know, like, Witcher 3 was great. But it's not you're not rock star, right? You're not just pumping out hit after hit after hit left and right. You're work, you know, like I don't know. There's so many red flags, and they ignored all of them, all of them. It seems like this game could have been like that's the thing. Like, and I I would have almost rather this be a bad game than like what it is because because it would be less disappointing. I think it, if it was a bad game, it would be shocking. But like, I feel like I would have gotten over that in a week or two to come out and like all that potential is, is it's like right there man but like the 2022 like absolutely rings true to me where i i go yeah like i this thing came out in 2022 i imagine it probably would have hit most of the ambition that they were going for because they would have had time to to polish which would have been the big you know thing that they, they i you know i think the biggest thing as far as like just having the game run well but also like any other features um that they wanted to to maybe include that didn't end up making it more time for that. Um, I it, it's just like ah, it's so dis- it's disappointing because I really want I've I've put it away by the way until like you know next fall or whenever like the next gen stuff. I, I've decided like I just it's it's too it's too distracting for me to play it in the state that it's in. Like the hard crashes and a lot of the other stuff, like kind of the emptiness of the world, like all the stuff that I've touched on, but like. I just like I would rather come back to this like when I've had a little bit of a break and I want this to be unrecognizable the next time I play it from like where I've kind of started with it like you know what I mean like and I think if I try to push through now I'm always going to have a little bit of resentment towards the game and I don't want to feel that at all so yeah Yeah. the game's definitely because I actually enjoy the game a lot and you know despite it's many flaws and it does have many um despite playing on the series x and everything but yeah the, the i'm hoping like i all right let me just ask you guys a question real quick i know it's not anywhere near the hype level that cyberpunk had but like how would you how would you like rate this next to no man's skies launch mm. and i understand like this like obviously cd project and hello games the size of those are totally different like it, it couldn't be more different but like that- in some ways, they're this, they're similar, right? Uh, the hype level and expectations are that's the that's the key difference. But No Man's Sky also promised stuff in its gameplay and and, and like the expectations, like things that you were going to be able to do that they even showed that weren't actually in the game when it finally came out. Things that they removed or scrapped. So in in that in that aspect, it's pretty similar, right? Because they, they didn't deliver on some of the things that that they said they would. However, the, I think the, the, the other big difference with No Man's Sky, and I haven't played No Man's Sky really enough to, to or have that experience, but No Man's Sky was completely playable when it came out. The game worked. It, it maybe I just the difference was the game wasn't that good at the time, you know? 
True. I think No Man's Sky is more like Anthem, where like the game, get, nobody complained about Anthem being unplayable. It just wasn't a good game. It had crazy load time, but like the game, that that the game functioned as they intended. It just didn't pick up steam. It wasn't that engaging. That's 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 why Cyberpunk is so frustrating because like like we no everyone can understand and agree that you see the remnants of a potentially epic all time great game but it's marred by the inconsistencies and the, the, the shit that it's missing that it should have. You've got a, you've got a great story there. You've got a great cast. You've got some cool mechanics. You've got an engaging story, but you put it together in a, in a shitty package. If this game was put together the way Anthem was put together or the way No Man's Sky was put together, you'd have a great fucking game. Just those two, in, when they came out, were not good games, but they were put together fine. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it's. I'm hoping, like I like I said, I'm hoping in a year's time the game's done a total like No Man's Sky. Uh, I don't do know. You, if the, what, so, what would you guys think that they could do to the game here within a year or two to actually change it? Because I mean, say say they got rid of all the stability issues, right? Say they got rid of bugs, hard crashes, like like the game is completely stable and runs fine on all consoles, and say it just looks prettier year in a year when next gen comes out. In the, I think they said the second half of 2021. Like, this game is still is still missing stuff. It's empty in some regards, right? They'd have to actually change things in the game and add stuff to it, right? I mean, this game is going to be for, forever, like, a, probably a 7 to me. Like, 7-5. Like, because, yeah, I mean, you can't suddenly... I mean, I guess they could, but with everything else on their plate, I don't see them... In, you know, enlarging the scope of the game or adding like, you know, big major features or anything like that. Um, I just like, I don't even enjoy like playing the moment to moment because of things like my character falling through the floor or like, um, you know, the hard crashes and stuff. It just like, like the bugs, like that's kind of the icing on the cake. Like I'm already not like as engaged as I was hoping I'd be. Like I love the main quest in the game and the bigger side quest, but like, it's so hard for me right now to enjoy it. I don't think that this is going to ever become like a nine or a 10, like for me, like, I just don't, I don't think that's like, they'd have to, they'd have to like revamp, like redo things. Like for me, like some of the things that really get me is like, you've got this very dense and packed city and I can't talk to him. Like they just give me a one liner basically telling me to fuck off. So I feel like some of that, like this game is dense that has so much things in the city, but it's also hollow because none of it matters or means anything. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's a boring place because it's boring. not, but but it's but it's very empty and it's yeah. like when you when you peel the first layer off, like and like I said on uh, our first time talking about this, any bit of scrutiny on this game and like it really crumbles fast. Like you know, I mean, there's a lot of detail and stuff in the world, but like in terms of like wanting to be feel like you're part of it, like. It, there's a big disconnect for me like where i don't feel like i really matter much and other than like the main quest and the characters that i interact with like moment to moment whereas like gta like you go to like you know that game gta 5 like you you can have like such an emergent thing happen in that game just walking around like you start a fist fight with somebody by accident and then the cops show up and next thing you know you're in a shootout and you're in a car chase and a helicopter chase and like the world's react like you see like the world reacting and i just don't ever feel like that kind of thing happens at all in um in cyberpunk it doesn't it doesn't, no, it, it doesn't. I, I remember sharing that video with you guys where it was like it was comparing how the world reacts to you in gta a really uh, much yeah. older game where like 
they run you over, right? You get hit by a car and the car just goes or, you know, just keeps going through you. You know, you get into a fight and people just keep walking through you. Whereas in GTA, they're like, holy shit. And they turn around, walk the other way. If you get in front of their car, they start yelling at you. Like, this is rudiment. That's a fucking Xbox 360 game, man. You know, right? right? They, like, <laughs> you know, that's, I don't know. The, 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 and it's even better in Red Dead. Like, they just, yeah. they amplified it in Red Dead. Like, you can interact with literally every single character and, and find these random events just happening in the world, right? Whether or not you're there, like, that event's happening. Like, and it's, it's, it's crazy. And I, it would take probably, like, a big, like, blood and wine style, like, expansion of the game, maybe in a new area where they can introduce new things so they don't have to try and incorporate stuff into, you know, trying to fill uh, the old area of the map. That's really the only way I can see yeah. them kind of like they, being able to add those big new features that the OG game maybe didn't have. They also shoot themselves in the foot because now everything is going to be pushed out because they have to spend so much time fixing this shit. You know, like the DLC is not going to come out when when they originally hoped. The multi, bro, they didn't even talk about the multiplayer. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. So that that ain't ha- <laughs> that's not happening in 2021. I can assure you. And then next year, you know, when I hear second half of 2021, that to me is like fall. You know, that that is like after September is when that next gen update is coming out. You know, which yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, it's unfortunate. I don't think the game is going to be able to salvage it to the point where it. It's going to continue to have that mass appeal that it could have had. You know, you lost already a lot of people that you're not going to get back. And this game's not even as good as The Witcher 2, let alone 3. That was Adam says that's shenanigans, but I call shenanigans on his shenanigans. Like, I agree with you. I think, like, no. I think Witcher no. 2 is, it might be smaller in scope, but I think, like, you know, that's to the game's favor. Like, you know, it's a very focused story. Oh, yeah, man. It's a little bit more linear for sure, but yeah, I loved it, man. Wow. But, uh, so let's let's move on unless Bobby wants to add anything. I know your uh, your camera's off, Bobby. So I'm not sure if you're at your uh, your desk. Did you want no, to add anything I, before I, we move on? No, I bought it, but other than that, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Par for the course. Let's move on to uh, Lucasfilm Games, uh, the new umbrella for Star Wars properties um, announced. Many people had the question uh, that was answered soon after if that meant that the EA uh, contract for exclusivity was over and we got the answer in the form of a, an announcement, um, a new star Wars IP from the developers of the division, you know, part under the uh, Ubisoft umbrella have no idea really what kind of game it's going to be. So I thought it would be kind of fun to speculate a little bit on that and talk about this, the greater implications of um, you know, a new star Wars IP out there from other studios um, we'll also talk briefly about the new Indiana Jones game, which I'm very, very excited about as well. But uh, let's start with Star Wars. That's the big one for sure. All right. So like we we have Jedi Fallen Order, right? And we have Assassin's Creed. So I feel like we don't need that style. I feel like, first of all, should it involve a lightsaber? Yeah, I I know, I, you know, um, it's hard for me to answer your question without saying what I think the game should be or what I hope it is. But um, I, I mean, I hope they, they do a bounty hunter style like game. I'm fine with it being open world, but that seems like the logical place. If you're the studio that made division, you're good with 
you know combat that involves uh guns like perfect right like is the smart move to just do a mandalorian game i would fucking love it i mean if you wanted to like do something in that universe like i don't know that like because they're so careful with their canon i don't know that i could see them doing like something where he's the featured character right and that's like a huge yeah maybe story. just a another mandalorian but like along the same lines but not with the child and all that like that'd be cool with like you know with how some of the major characters popped up in fallen order like briefly i think that's fine um and again i'd be fine with it being part of like some of that like wider mandalorian lore but i just to me like just you know i i would want like customize your character make your scum you know customize your 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 galactic scum and you know similar to the div- division you know but maybe not a games as a service maybe have it be a little more tight than that like where i'm not worried about end game or any of that shit or online services but like let me take over like a, a planet you know bit by bit like we do some crimes some robberies awesome. some heists like get into some some you know emergent gunfights and stuff like that like and they they're great with you know detail so like i imagine all the sounds and sights and everything would be very star wars the music obviously like you could do something really cool that way Will they do that? I have no idea. I'm I'm with you guys, man. Like, I, do you remember that star that canceled Star Wars project that was supposed to be some 13, 13, 13. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think you capitalize off of the Mandalorian and and you do something that's not necessarily like you know, uh, what is what do they call them? Space wizards. You yeah. know, Like <laughs> the, the thing is, like one thing that Star Wars has always, I wouldn't say got wrong, but struggled to like make it work is is balancing like you've got these super op overpowered you know jedi which can like shred through anything case in point spoiler alert wait have you finished the mandalorian bobby yeah okay Okay. everyone here's okay well spoiler Spoiler for everyone listening yes for the final episode where luke skywalker luke skywalker comes in and just absolutely shits on all these droids that mando had like a really hard time getting rid of just one of them you know (laughs) So it's clear that y- y- you're never going to have a show in which Luke Skywalker and the and Mando are in the same thing because it just it just doesn't fit, right? Same it's the same reason why Ahsoka wasn't going to be like his his tag team buddy, right? Like it's just it doesn't work, right? So if they made it if, if they made a game that was like division style and made it where it's more about maybe smugglers, bounty hunters, that kind of world that could really work, you still prop depending on the timeline you may or may not have to incorporate uh, Jedi, but the thing is, the second that you put a Jedi as the main character, everything just just uh, becomes like like it's it's all, all that matters is Jedi on Jedi combat. I mean, take Fallen Order, right? Really good game, but if you're not fighting another Jedi or a monster, a big giant, you know, monster like whatever, oh. he cut out. Yeah, lost. Do you think while we wait for him to get back? Um. It'd be cool if they did like almost like a morality system too. Like, do you want to f- fight for the good guys or do you want to fight for the bad guys? Because that's like a big part of Star Wars, right? Is you know, good versus evil. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it'd be cool to be in that neutral, neutral party who doesn't give a shit. No, I'm not on anyone's side. I'm on my own side. So I mean, yeah, there's there's so many different ways they could go. I just uh, I'm hoping for for um. As long as it's just like a cohesive story, man, because the division story is very forgettable, in my opinion. Yeah. 
So I, I'm I'm hoping that yeah, it's I'm hoping no games as a service. I'm hoping it's just a single player open world game. And man, like everyone's been craving it, man. Like especially if they let you go like planet hopping and and stuff like that. Like if you can maybe like design your ship, I mean customize your ship or something. Or maybe like rise through the ranks, right? Start as a low guy in in the slums and work your way up to whatever being uh, Palpatine's right hand man or some shit. I don't know, but there's so many different ways they could go, man. It's I just, can't. Wait. I just hope they go like I hope they go RPG though. Like I, I wanted to have RPG elements, you know. Like I don't. I'd rather it be. I mean, I like the division. It was cool up until the end for me, but. I'd like to see a little bit less division and more Knights of the Old Republic. Hell you know? yeah. Like uh, you can combine more elements of the Knights of the Old Republic, like story wise, choice wise. I love choice RPGs. They can do that. It'd be great. I- I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if I want to definitely have no Jedi or I do want to have Jedi. They um, can be in the story, right? Yeah. But you don't have to, the main character don't got to be Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, or even if you I can don't make care, a man. squad, man, like Mass Effect, if yeah. you make a squad and have a Jedi, maybe like a young Jedi on your squad or something, so they won't be super maybe. overpowered or anything. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I don't care, man. Just give me more Star Wars shit, man. Like, I don't, you know? I hope like, it's I, an RPG, man, now that you said that. Yeah. Like, that would be the I best. I think it's safe to bet that there'll be RPG elements. Like, how far they take it. Just with, like, their track history with gear and weapons and things like that, like... I think it's a yeah. safe bet that there'll be some RPG elements. What, you think it'd be do? more more akin to like how Assassin's Creed's got the RPG elements in it? Not in terms of melee combat, but like everything else. Like, sure. Like, I mean, I hope they go deeper than that. Like, if they're going to go that route, because while I appreciate that, like that Assassin's Creed become more RPG e, like I roll my eyes at anybody that says like it's an RPG now. And I'm oh like, yeah, I'm like, nah. I'm like, no, it's I'm like, no, no, no it's no. not. I'm like, I don't know <laughs> no, what RPGs no. you play, but like. Like, is it an RPG-ish game? Like, yeah, are there RPG elements? Like, absolutely, but like, yeah, like sprinkled. Yeah, but yeah, that is not like, that. That is uh, even you get it, four or five major choices, and I don't know what RPG you can literally get every single skill that exists out there. Yeah, you know, but that's uh, yeah, it's it's an illusion of it, and it's cool. I think it fits. It works well for Assassin's Creed. I don't want yeah. that in Star Wars. No. Me start, you know, you could, you could, you know, what they could do is they could do a Battlefront type uh scenario right during a time of war and and make it division style right where you're a soldier in yeah. some you know some one of the roaring factions uh clone a clone wars you know type uh, thing that's there's a lot of that lore would be there. cool hell yeah, a yeah, lot yeah of, I'm, I'm watching that right now you know and there's a lot of there's a lot of lore there and there's a lot of characters that play huge roles in that without being jedi so if they can incorporate that, that'd be that, you know, that's, that's, that's good to draw from, but I, I'd also be totally cool with like them just going either high Republic or old Republic. They could be introducing some of that stuff, you know, cause they're going we'll talk about the high Republic now and all that kind yeah, of going I, away I, from I the stuff that. we know. So if they can, if they go through another era and just start with something fresh where they don't have to worry about Canon stuff or, or, or lining awesome. stories up. I'd be all for that. Just give me some more Star Wars, man. Give me some choice. Give me some good story, and 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 I'm and I'm happy, man. And I'd be happy with something like that. Hell yeah, yeah. We've never really had like an open world, like a true open world Star Wars game. So like, it's such a rich universe. Like it kind of right. beg it begs for that treatment where you, like having that discovery and kind of like I mean you got a little bit of that in Fallen Order with like the areas, but 
in terms of like having an entire planet to like mess around with or multiple planets to like really explore like that's you know something that uh, we've never gotten so it's exciting Zach can, Zach can you believe this guy hasn't played Knights of the Old Republic one or two oh man just I own it now I own the first one but look I'm really worried it just won't hold up like it, all right the gameplay it probably won't but the it totally is not it totally doesn't hold up man but the story is just next level so should I play it on easy and just like yeah if, if you want just get the story it, it is so good or play it on it PC. So or play it on PC. You know where it all. You can play it on your like iPad. That. You can play it anywhere. No, I've got it on my Xbox. I'm sure I can get it for a couple bucks on Steam. But uh, it's 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 worth it, man. Like the gameplay. Listen, it's it's like Mass no Effect bio, One. Yeah, there's no Mass Effect if it wasn't for those fucking games. If you yeah. like Mass Effect, Jade Empire, like, I know was another one that they did back in the day. Th- think of like, all right, would you be able to get through a Mass Effect game if the if the gameplay itself, if the combat was like really really dated? But like, is that's a good one? one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. If, if that's what you could do, then then, then yeah, hold up. Obviously, okay. the graphics aren't gonna be fucking next level, but dude, we'll that cast of you know, I we'll know see. you like a good story, man, and that cast of characters. Have you had anything spoiled? Yes, I had the the probably arguably what I uh, not knowing anything about the game. What is the bigger spoiler? Is like which who is, your who your character actually is? Like which is like it's the journey is still so worth it. Yeah. Which is why because if they ever man it like if you play that game, even if you don't play the second one, right? If you play the first one and like you get to love that world as much as the people who have played it, right? And then they if they eventually bring that world back, you're gonna be like, fuck yeah, dude. Okay. Uh, bro, and it'll and you'll understand why there's so much love for the old republic. I already do. Like no, you don't no, you can't you can't understand unless you played those fucking games. Fair fair enough. Bobby, so are you excited for Star Wars games that are not EA? Like now that you've taken your first step into a larger world, to quote one of my favorite Star Wars characters, uh, are does that do more for you? Like as a as a gamer, like are you excited to see where it goes? And like, what do you want out of like a Ubisoft Star Wars game? Uh, well, <clears throat> I've always been a big Ubisoft fan, so uh, uh, all their games I've liked almost all of them, except for like the End War games uh like they those are pretty awful <clears throat> but um i i see it more of a far cry type okay is what i see more like a ghost recon far cry type where it's more open world map uh with a lot of side missions um almost kind of like a destiny um i see it going more towards that first way person first person yeah like far cry yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah. I do. I, I see that because even Far Cry has some of the like some of the things you could fly around in. Like I could see some of those uh, coming into it um, kind of like Destiny does. Like I could see that. I see that more than anything else than anything I've considered. I'm hoping it's not like a uh, I don't want to say a Diablo S game. I'm hoping it's not like a top down like they're going to try to do something completely different and that's not what anybody wants after leaving EA. Um so I'm I I'm hoping for the worst, but I've been around for uh, a lot. So I don't know. After EA screwed Star Wars for so long, um, I'm kind of uh, in between the on the fence of this one. I take offense with that. Squadrons and Fallen Order were great games. Did EA have some yeah, mishaps? But what about with Battlefield? Battlefront? I know but Battlefront yeah. turned out. To, Battlefront it tur- was a great game. It, it just Not the first one. No, they, well, they yeah. unfucked second it. one. Yeah, see. They unfucked it. They unfucked it. But hey, 
you know, I'm, I'm glad that they lost the exclusivity because hey, EA's not done with Star Wars. They they made that very clear. Yeah. EA will still be making Star Wars games. So they hey, could do like a StarCraft with Star Wars. I you know EA, I think, no, that was Blizzard. I think they're gonna go the route like they're doing with the Disney Plus shows, where they're just gonna they're just gonna they're gonna go all in Marvel MCU style. Just don't give me an Avengers game like that. But um, like, and they're gonna yeah, just that again. double down and make as much Star Wars content as possible. And I'm and I'm all for it. Some people are gonna be worried that you're gonna like oversaturate it. You know that there's too much. But for me, there's no such thing. Give me there's too much Star Wars. I'm I'm cool with that. I don't think we've gotten enough. You know. Yeah, it's a big universe. Like, um, I, I'm I'm totally in support of them going into a f- different corner with like new people. Like, there's no reason why you can't tell a compelling story in that universe with people in places that you've never heard of. Uh, I like your idea for f- a Far Cry, but I think that's, that's oh, isn't I I forgot isn't the uh, main guy in Far Cry Six the, uh, the Star Wars uh, Mandalorian villain? Yeah, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, yeah, yep. I forgot that. Yeah. Yep, sure is. And that game's also delayed too. Um, yeah, that's fine. I think you're going to see a lot of that. That's why I said I didn't think uh, there was too much near done in 2020. 2021 has been always the year that I've really like, I'm worried about this year and next year as far as games. I think it's going to be a lot of backlog, but, uh, but yeah, Far Cry Star Wars probably sounds awesome to me, especially with oh, vehicles, yeah. because like the best thing about Far Cry is, uh, kind of like we talked about with like emergent moments in GTA, it's just causing havoc. Like, I'll do like two or three like bases, like really stealthy. And then, you know, I'm like, I'll get to another one and I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling stealthy. And I'll strap some C4 to a truck. I'll crash it into the, the compound, blow it up. There's a bear running around mauling people. And it's just like, ah, you know, just fucking chaos. And like, that's just as fun, you know, it's to have the I option is really cool. So yeah, see, that's what I remember. Everybody hated about what far cry primal was going to be because they're like, no, this is going to be dumb. It's like cavemen or whatever, but Far Cry Primal was even badass. So if they could do something going from Far Cry to Primal back to Far Cry to a Star Wars, I I have faith in it. I prefer that Ubisoft doesn't take on too much. That that's what I mean. Now they're getting involved with Resident Evil, so it's like I hope that they don't do way too much. I I prefer I definitely would prefer a third person for me. Like first person, it's always been a step down for me personally, especially with like big story games. But I've never finished a Far Cry game. The, the the one I played the most was the one, is it Far Cry Five? The one where they're in like Tibet, something like that. Um, four. Four. Okay, somewhere four, in, yeah, four, somewhere yeah. in, in Asia, right? Um, and I played a lot. It's just those games get overwhelming, man. The open world stuff it becomes way too much stuff. If you can't like, if you can't like temper yourself from having to finish every little icon on the map, that's kind of what what um what gets. What gets me with those games sometimes, but but they're good. Their mechanics are great, you know. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I hope I hope there's more to come. And I think they're gonna say. I think they mentioned that they're going to be announcing several Star Wars or Lucasfilm game projects this year. It does look like they're all pretty far out. I don't think anything is around the corner except for Fallen Order two. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, Disney needs to make that money back somehow. So they gotta invest in other ways. So last but certainly not least, uh, Machine Games, makers of Wolfenstein, uh, New Order, and New Colossus, uh, underneath the Bethesda umbrella, and now Microsoft umbrella, announced that they are making an Indiana Jones game. We got a brief teaser that had just a few notes from the iconic theme, along with a nice sweeping shot of some maps, the whip, the fedora, and... That's it, really. And of course, you know, the Bethesda and Machine Games, I think, logos. Um, 
this got me so excited for something that is like we know virtually nothing about on basically you know uh, for two reasons number one machine games uh makes a hell of uh a story um you know wolfenstein uh and new colossus both were fantastic stories um i encourage anybody like even if you have to play on baby ass baby mode if you just want to fly through there's such good shooters and just fantastic stories especially the second one uh was one of the best uh stories um that year period like not just shooter stories but like you know stories uh so i think they have a, a great chance of making a great game um i hope that it's not a shooter um I would like to see them do their, I feel like indie would be hard, right? He, so much of that character is the jacket, the, the hat, the whip. I don't know how that would translate to first person personally, but um, is, is it going to be first person? Did they, they, no, they, they haven't said anything. Who knows? But I hope nah, it's man. not like, I, nah, I want, come on. The, you got, you, you give me uncharted with a Indiana Jones skin. You've got the blueprint right there. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, it's right there. Give me that uncharted vibes, Tomb Raider style. It's right there, man. So exciting, right? Like, uh, again, I, I really can't emphasize enough. Um, check it out if you've never played those Wolfenstein games. Watch a recap of the first one and play the second one, if nothing else. What's up, Adam? Still on the red carpet? Welcome to the uh, to the podcast. He's got uh, the Colts beanie on, it looks like, too. If you're a audio listener, Adam is joining us here. Uh, Adam, we're just wrapping up discussion around the Indiana Jones announcement, and we touched briefly on obviously like all the Lucasfilm game stuff. So if you want to chime in on on either of those things, like go right ahead. Can you hear me? Yep. Sir. Indiana Jones is cool. Let's go, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw a lot of discussion on uh, exclusivity. Do we think it's going to be exclusive? Man, by the time that game launches, probably. Because once that deal goes through, which is... Yeah, the deal's you know, not even finalized yet. Yeah, that'll be later this year. Um, and then once the stuff that's already announced is no longer announced, I think everything will be exclusive. So that game's probably three years out, so I wouldn't be shocked if it was Xbox PC exclusive at all. That'd be huge it better if be. it was, man. If it was uh, Indiana Jones, that's oh, a big deal, man. I could see I, them going Nintendo. Would not think, run on a Nintendo system. The, but do you think Lucasfilm's games would would be okay with that though marvel's okay with it uh, i i see it as a diablo game that's what i think is going to happen i think it's going to be indiana jones like crossover diablo-esque you, so you're you're visioning like a dungeon crawler with indiana jones i, I am yeah. I, that's, that's <laughs> how i see it but nah man it's no way not the way that they showed that teaser man that teaser is going to be either first person or it's going to be like i suspect Uncharted like seems like the smart play. It is Uncharted Tomb Raider, yeah. but with Indiana Jones, hundred percent. Yeah. If it's not like, yeah, I feel like if it's but see, I I would be fine with that, but I wouldn't trust Bethesda with. I mean, making the fallout and fallout and fallout. Well, again, it's but the people who made fallout. Wolfenstein. So, do you trust the guys yeah. who made Wolfenstein? I do. Wolfenstein I too? love Wolfenstein. Well, yeah, there you go. I, That's I the guys them. making it. But Bethesda, I don't trust. Nah. I, I've I've fallen in love with Fallout and In and Out and In and Out even update they say it's better and it's like, you know, this isn't Bethesda Game Studios so it, like it's Bethesda the publisher, not uh, the game studios. I I think you're, we're going to be fine, Bobby. Sorry, it, go ahead, it, George. It's also I, I trust Microsoft that they need to they need to start hitting home runs with the games right that are associated with the studios that they basically own right. They need to start hitting home runs. So I think that they're going to make sure that that game delivers. You you can't make an Indiana Jones game and flop this late in the game 
No. Maybe when, when that shit was popular, whatever, that you're kind of like just banging off the rights. But man, you, you can't. You have to make it has to be a good game. Awesome. So uh, we're going to wind down with uh, just a little bit of catch up on what we've been binging or watching um, as we head into 2021. So, um, yeah, what's what's everybody been jamming on as far as TV shows or even movies like I have. Well, TV shows, I watched the four part miniseries documentary on the Night Stalker. That guy was a fucking creep. Um, if if you uh, if that's your thing, watch it. I don't know. I kind of regret watching it. I, I don't like to watch that kind of stuff. Well, that guy is dead, so that's usually the only time that I'll watch serial killer stuff is when the guy is dead. I don't like giving those guys like more attention and shit. But that guy's a freaking nut job. Um, on a lighter note, um, catching up more on the Expanse. I just I guess I just started season four, trying to to get through that. But I'm watching that with the wife, so it's a little slow. Almost done with season one of Attack on Titan um really enjoyed that and um and now i am watching um all right the one division i watched the first two episodes <laughs> i think more people i think most people really really enjoyed it i'm i'm not there yet like you know i i, I obviously well, has everybody here watched it i don't know if we're spoiling or is or i've watched it. Watch it we can keep it like you know a little bit loose like we'll just say mild spoilers like you mild know. spoilers they're obviously trapped in something right there are like something some i don't know if it's multiverse or whatever you know it, it does seem like it's going to drag on for a while before they come out of it and the plot really starts i don't know if they're going to be creative with it i'm not like hooked on it but i'll watch it um but but it's cool it's 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 it's, it's funny interesting but we'll see i yeah. was never really interested in those two characters that much to begin with i think that's the tough part mm. but hopefully that'll change over time yeah, I, I like I like the commitment to the style. Number one, I think is great. Like they've nailed that. Like as a kid who yeah. grew up watching Nick and Knight with my parents a lot, like um, I enjoy that. Um, so my theory is, I think this is like I, I think Vision's actually dead. I think she this is like her way of like coping with grief. Like it seems very much like there's like some sort of mental block there. Like I'm getting a lot of vibes of like you know. Um, Yes. suppression right like she's suppressing stuff like not Who's being able to remember to where she is to? yeah um i like it. it's weird like um i don't think i'm as like hot as like some people but i'm certainly pretty warm on it like i i've enjoyed those first two episodes i i'm plenty engaged to keep going as far as wandavision goes um bobby have you watched it i did yeah uh i i love old tv shows and stuff mm-hmm. and it what's weird is is it's hard for me to watch it because it's overacting as opposed to like back then it was like, that's how it originated. So it was like, that's, that was their acting style. It didn't look as like bad as some of the acting is. Uh, even though I like Olsen, I, I, I keep forgetting she's one of the twins, older sister, Mary mm-hmm. Kate naturally. I always forget that till I see her face from the side. Uh, but I, I just, I, I need to see more. I'm kind of like Adam. I, I was kind of uh, in and out. Um, I don't, I hope each episode isn't like a, like a, uh, 70s, 60s. That's what it uh, looks like, man. I think they're going to yeah, progress over time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think once a whole season's done, I may enjoy it. I, I just, some of these shows, uh, it just seems like I need a couple more episodes to, uh, actually get into it. And right now I'm kind of not. It, it, talk about those two. Um, is it Paul, Paul Bet, Bet, Bet Bettany? 
Mm-hmm. Or Bethany, Bethany or Bethany, Bethany, um, and Elizabeth Olsen being out of their element, right? Because like they're really having to put on to to give you that '50s '60s vibe compared to what their characters are actually like in the Avengers movies. Like they they couldn't be any any more different. So I do think that's pretty impressive for sure. Yeah, enjoy it, Adam. Yeah. Uh, do you you liking it? Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's definitely the thing where it's we're still seeing what's happening. I'm intrigued based on theories and things that i think are actually going on and i think by the time the season's over people will be a lot warmer on it than they are now first two episodes are really like okay i guess what's happening but based on little clues and stuff that's going on i'm it, i think it keeps you interested and intrigued at very least to be like well, i want to see where this is going but i like it probably more than most people but i see the shortcomings but i'm like i really want to see what happens because i think i know what's going on yeah I'm with you on that. I think it's going to get a lot better. And I thought it was a good move to put two episodes. Yeah. Uh, because if you did week one like that, week two like that, and I'm like, nah, people, you're going to start losing people. But I think I think they're probably going to deliver on something pretty interesting tomorrow, I would hope, um, to kind of kick up the action a little bit. But yeah. And yeah, we're finally in color now. Yeah. Yeah, nope. thank God, because my kids kept saying my TV was broke. <laughs> <laughs> but they do that so good because it's black and white and then those few things are in color and it's like mm. yeah yeah my kids kept looking around they're like looking at the tv looking around they're like daddy what's wrong with the tv it's broken they did <laughs> confirm uh that was confirmed i think today or yesterday that this is happening literally right after and yeah like right after so mm. that makes sense uh so expanse i've also been watching but i'm on season five it is my favorite uh, season of that show, like hands down. And I think it's one of the best shows on TV. Like this uh, season I've been watching with my brother in party chat on Xbox and like it's, it's cemented. It's like, I mean, before it was already one of my favorite shows, but I think, you know, this season is, is definitely um, put it in like top tier echelon of like, you know, great all time, great TV shows. Um, I hope more people get to watch it eventually. Like it seems like slowly, but surely it's building a cult following um but i uh, highly recommend if you don't watch the expanse it's basically game of thrones in space with like a little bit of like mass effect vibes a little bit of like firefly like if you like that show with the kind of the you know uh misfit crew and stuff like that a little more serious than firefly for sure a little less incest than what oh game of thrones yeah, <laughs> yeah. so far anyway yeah. um but yeah, just in terms of like shocking moments and like, you know, uh, you know, political plotting and stuff like that. It's, it's got all that in spades. Uh, I've also been watching Attack on Titan, but again, final season. And uh, I have not been a fan so far. I feel like for a shorter season than, than they traditionally have, they've wasted a lot of goddamn time on stuff that I won't talk about where... I've heard it like there was a it was a great moment like that ended the most recent episode I saw. I think I'm two behind and uh, I was like, whoa, finally, here we go. Drama like because, you know, a lot of it just it felt like filler for a short season, you know, so I've um, been enjoying that. And then I'm trying to think I feel like there's one other thing. Oh, Cobra Kai, not caught up on yet, but new season. It's great. I don't know why people come. I, I've seen a lot of weird like you know n- not really from fans like people like like regular joes like seem to really like that show but critics come at that like expecting like it's gonna be like something that it's not and i'm baffled when when i see like reviews for cobra kai where it's like you know oh this show is really falling off the map and like you know the qual and i'm like dude like this show is great because it knows exactly what it is it's cheesy it's fun like it doesn't take itself too seriously and it doesn't expect you to either. And like that, you can kind of just sit back and enjoy it. Um, 
do you if you guys you like cobra kai i know you're watching it adam you said yeah i'm on season i finished season one and i just started season two the other day okay yeah bobby do you watch cobra kai yeah we, uh, my wife and i just finished all of it we tried to watch it a few times and we're like man this is too boring but then after watching uh, so many back to back, we got into it and then we didn't stop until. Yeah. Once it takes it off, it's it's like you're good to go for the rest yeah. of the show. Johnny's the best, though, man. I I it, he's hysterical. Like I can't my wife and I laugh every single thing he says and does. It's just so funny because it's so wrong today. But it's just it's so right at the same time. It's just freaking hysterical. Well, Quiet. Pussies. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, like, what a great conceit. You have a bully from the 80s that is now dealing with, like, woke culture and, like, modern society. And, like, he hasn't grown up or, like, really, like, advanced at all. So, yeah, I mean, it's instant comedy. But also, like, he's got a great, like, redemption arc, you know, from, like, moment one, really, from the first episode. Like, they're, they're putting him on this redemption arc, which is, like, I think it works. Like, it works really well. But I was glad that he said that, like, he kind of thought that uh, LaRusso was kind of a douche. Uh, and it was all his fault. Because I kind of thought that for a long time. And my friends used to always tell me I was crazy. I was like, no. Like, he wasn't that innocent. Oh, uh, his retelling but, of the, the first karate kid yeah, is yes. the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. I pissed myself off. That was the best, yeah. <laughs> his yeah. perspective of like how it all went down is great. Just hanging out with my girl, minding my own business. This asshole comes out of nowhere. <laughs> this guy comes out of nowhere, yeah. Breaks I, my he's like, you know, we were good. I was going to leave it alone. And the next thing I know, he's spraying me with water in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's really fucking funny. But um, yeah, so I think that, that's pretty much it as far as uh, shows. George, anything else that uh, you're watching? No, man, Cobra Kai is on my list. Um, Watch it with I, with Natalia. You guess that's a good like. Yeah, couple yeah, shows, it, yeah. It, it's on my list for sure. Maybe after I finish Expanse, um, or Attack on Titan. But um, it's good. I did also watch. It's like a mini series. It's um, it's called Manhunt Deadly Games. Hmm. Um, it's a follow up. I don't know if you guys ever watched the one with M. Worthington where he was the he was the guy, the detective investigating the Unabomber. So this is like the second season. They're not related to each other in any way, you know. Like the first one season ends with its story. And the second one was about the the Centennial Park bomber. Mm-hmm. Was uh, that the Olympics bombing? Yeah, yeah. And then he bombed several other yeah. things, hiding out in the. But the the one where they they um, wrongfully accused and tried in the media this uh, Richard Jewell who. It wasn't him, but and he was the guy who actually found the bomb and saved like hundreds of people, and they thought it was him. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty messed up. Um, how the media can, um, you know, really screw and screw over someone's life. Uh, that was pretty interesting. It's pretty good. I definitely recommend that. I think that stars Cameron Britton. It's the guy from. Um, oh, where's he from? He's from. Um, shit. What's that? What's that movie with? No, the series with the. The, the FBI guys when they start doing the serial killer stuff. Manhunter? Mindhunter. Mindhunter. He's that, yeah. yeah, he's the yeah. he's the guy. Oh, he's the big dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That guy does a great job for that. And he's also in uh the Umbrella Academy. Oh. Cool. Um, but he's he does a really good job. Yeah. Oh, that's, segue that's to it. that. Uh the uh Clint Eastwood Richard Jewell movie, the guy from that is Stingray from uh Cobra Kai. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Stingray is awesome. Yeah. Yes, he he's a highlight. But yeah, other than that, no man, just playing. Uh, well, I don't know. If we can talk about what we've been playing. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just, we'll transition to that, and then we'll uh, dip. Yeah. So I finished. Obviously, I finished Valhalla. Uh, oh, real quick, not to cut you off. 
Yeah, I've also been watching Letterkenny. Letterkenny is fantastic. It's like four seasons in like two days. It's great. They're My shorter seasons. So it's, that it's, show. She will leave the room when I'm watching it because I will be laughing hysterically at the stupid crap. It's a she, very specific sense of humor, yeah, but if you like that, it's fucking great. It. Yeah, Marianne and I, I also like Letter Kenny. You got to get back to it. I like that because you can kind of pick it up and put it down. At a well. whole season's like two the, and a half The Canadian hours. show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Canadian show. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, heard, I've heard some funny stuff about it. But uh, good yeah, f- finished Valhalla. Done with that 120 some odd hours later. Hmm. Um, fuck, that game was long. Uh, kind of took it like a little break. Like I didn't feel up for playing quite anything. Like I wasn't ready to, to dive right in. I played cyberpunk a little bit here and there, done a couple of quests and stuff. Like it's been fine. I haven't had any issues with the game. Um, but yeah, I'm just not like, I haven't gotten to a point where I was like, I need to finish this and can't drop it. It could also be a little exhausting. What I have been playing since I, um, I don't know if I mentioned in the last show, but I, thanks to Chris and, a lot of patience. I finally built a PC. Um, so naturally, I downloaded and I've been playing nonstop a 10-year-old game. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, but uh, I've been playing the Old Republic MMO. It's free to play. Um, and I just remember really enjoying the, the story. You know, I, I don't know that the MMO is that, that great, but the story up until it was pretty awesome. Um, and all these expansions have come out that I haven't been able to play because I didn't have a PC. So I, you know, whatever. You, I think now if you just sign up, do the little subscription, they'll they'll be included with it. So sign up for two months, and I've been playing that a ton, and it's been it's been a lot of fun um, going through that. Um, so if you do li- end up liking Knights of the Old Republic, Chris, it's kind of like the continuation of that, at least the story wise. Um, so it's been fun playing that playing that again. So it's been cool. Yeah, enjoying enjoying the new PC until I can get a 3080 and that'll complete my build. But uh, speaking of which, lottery system uh, for anyone that wants one, New Egg is doing a lottery system now where they'll have a three hour window. You can put what you want, and it should help with bots, um, which is good. Yep. Uh, I am still on Valhalla. I'm at like 72 or 73 hours. Um, I've got like five more areas to go. Um, I've finished the off-map areas, as I'll say, to kind of keep that spoiler-free. Um, so I'm closing in. I'm sure I've got like another 20, 30 hours left, but uh, but I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I'm kind of like wondering if I should just look up where the, the little data cores are and take George's advice and like push through the story and then like save some stuff for, for later because I'm getting a little fatigued finally. Like I still enjoy it, but like... You know, I'm I am getting to that point. Um, I finally checked out the Sekiro boss rush mode, and I love it. I streamed that on Monday. I'm going to stream it again tonight. Uh, George showing off the uh, the computer. Very nice. Very nice. Um, I really like it. Like uh, it, it is scratching the itch. Like where I was like, ah, I kind of want to play a Soulsborne game, but like I don't know that I want to go through like all the story and going back and forth. So it basically is allowing me to play Sekiro and fight all the bosses again without having to like go through all the story and shit. And uh, they've added some new attacks. So uh, Genichiro, like he stomped me just like he did like the very first time for like a good hour. And then I finally got down the, the couple of new things they added. So um, that is a cool free update. 
Uh, my next game plan is probably going to be Spear Fair, which I know will make Adam happy. I need a nice palate cleanser after. Valhalla. That's definitely a palate cleanser <laughs> right? after Sekiro Valhalla. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I wanted something kind of chill. Um, and uh, I'm also eyeballing. I, I didn't know that. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, the, the Ninja game that uh, fucking uh, Yacht Club Games is putting out. It uh, comes out next week. The people that made Shovel Knight are making. Like yeah, I was a, saying Shovel Knight. I didn't know they had it. I knew they were supposed to have a game come out, but I did not realize it was coming out. Let's coming see. to Game Pass next week. So. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I didn't know that was Yacht Club. Yeah, I forgot what it's so called. I'm super Samurai. excited because they they did such a good job with Shovel Knight, like like the authenticity of like you know a Mega Man had a baby with uh you know the Ducktales game like so this looks like Ninja Gaiden kind of like I'm very excited. For Cyber Shadows. Cyber it's Shadow. I knew it was Cyber something, but. I, I couldn't come up with a second, but uh, yeah, so that's that's where I have my eyes kind of set after Valhalla. Bobby, how about you, man? What are you working on these days? What's out of uh, cellophane? <clears throat> well, uh, well, out of cellophane is a whole different story. But uh, <laughs> but I will say, we, my wife and I, we watched uh, all the Harry Potters. That's something we did uh, since the first of the year. We watched all of them, all way too many of them. We watched all of them. Yeah, uh, and movies. then we've been watching, uh, well, mostly me, The Magicians on Netflix. Which oh, I'm is, sorry, I forgot to ask you what you've been watching, dude. That's my bad. No, 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 it's good. No, I, I figured I'd just wait. Uh, uh, the Magicians is great. It's, it's like Harry Potter, but like if real people were in it. Yeah, R-rated. Uh, I read the books. Yes, I love the oh, books. Man, the books were great. Yes, and and the show is fantastic. Uh, I highly recommend it. Don't watch it around children. I will say, <laughs> uh, my daughter repeated a few things. That I had to stop watching it in season two, uh, around her. But uh, but other than that, I've been doing this thing with TrueTrophies.com. Uh, they actually have like achievement. I uh, think I don't know if it's achievement, True Achievements, maybe.com. I don't know what the Xbox one is, but they're doing. Uh, it's kind of right. like a battleship game, uh, where they they create an eight by eight board, uh, which trophies like random ass bronze trophies you have to get from like all these different games. So I've been doing that. I kind of took a break from Immortals uh, Phoenix Rising. I kind of felt like between that and Assassin's Creed, I felt like I was playing the same game. Yeah. But in two different like uh, anime aspects. Uh, so I had to take a break. Uh, but playing some of these other games, like even Risk of Rain 2 uh, was one of the ones that I remember Zach talking about that um, a couple weeks ago, I think for the uh, game of the year. Um, Risk of Rain 2 was great to get back into uh, some of these older games that I completely forgot about. NBA Playgrounds, Mortal Kombat X. Uh, and I had to play Madden 16. That was interesting uh, to go back and get a trophy from that. Uh, um, but it's pretty cool. It's like Goat Simulator. Like I've been playing so many random games now. It's been fun to kind of get back into them. And I haven't done it to where I'm just getting the trophy. I actually keep playing it. Like Dead Nation now, I'm stuck. Because I'm like, I just, it, I love playing it at this point. And I'm just like, I don't care. I got the trophy. And let me tell you, out of 20 uh, shots now, I've made one to 19 of hitting a freaking battleship in this damn game. Uh, but I've seen people where I didn't know that you could rig it to do like, like uh, Mayo and like games like that, where it's like easy ass trophies and people cheated to, to win right off the bat. Um, but, uh, but I've been enjoying it. That was fun. And I've just been playing a whole bunch of random things, but I did get back into Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, one of those trophies were on there, and it's still still the game of the year. Only you would exercise your right to vote. <laughs> I, I have that list. I, I want to send it out, but I want to play those other games first before I send it over. So I just, maybe uh, a couple more cellophanes later, uh, about three months, I should be able, and I didn't realize that I opened one game the other day. I forgot that the inserts 
you have to redeem the codes by a certain time. So now I'm going to have to go through and actually open all these damn games. They're all expired. <laughs> or I'm going to lose. Them. I know. I, I thought about that. I was like, I had the Fortnite Last Laugh bundle, and it was like, it's expiring soon. I'm like, this damn thing just came out. But uh, yeah. So that my Apex, uh, I got the Bloodline Apex game DLC that came in a case with no game. I have to redeem that apparently soon. So yeah, I'm going to have to open quite a few games. But not Cyberpunk. I'm, I'm going to wait on that. Steelcase is pretty, though. Yeah, Steelbook. It's well, nice. God, Godspeed on uh, on that journey. And it, I think that pretty much wraps us up. If anybody wants to plug anything, um, feel free. I mean, I've been playing games, but no big deal. Oh, shit. Dude, I'm, I'm batting, uh, you know, 150 right now out of, out of 1,000. So go ahead, man. I'm no, so sorry. you're good. Uh, basically, Bobby hooked your boy up and got me a PS5. Yeah. <laughs> So that was awesome. And let doing... me tell you something real quick. Of course, my brother-in-law, the second the day I shipped that to you, not even, I told my wife, it was three hours later, he sent me a message. It was like, hey, you still got that PS5? And I was like, you saw that. Like, no, Tell him to come get it. No. No, I luckily I got one today from Walmart. I got one from Walmart during the three o'clock thing. I was like the first one to get one. And I was like, thank Christ, because I'm never waiting to buy another one of these damn things. Blame you. But I'm glad you got it. Yes, thank you very much. That was awesome. So I got that. So I've been um, diving into that. I played and beat Miles Morales. Uh, love that game. I also went back and played original Spider-Man remaster because it had been a while. Miles is so much better. Um, really? It's just a more con- it's a better, more condensed version of that game because I love that Spider-Man game. There's a lot of bloat. Um, how, long, Miles, how long was Miles for you? Um. I haven't got the platinum. I don't care about platinums, but you get the new game plus. But for main story, 100% everything in the game was like 10, 11 hours. Oh, shit. All right. We're going to pick that up, Chris. Is it 40 or 50 new for that? I can't remember. I I, think it's 50. I think it's 50, but I bought the $70 version to get Spider-Man remaster. But I I love that game. I think it's so much better. Again, it's better because it's shorter. But Miles is great. The story's cool. Uh, The new powers are awesome. I think it was great if i would have played that before game of the year that actually might have been on my list somewhere not one to one but it would have been up there um started another playthrough on god of war we were playing fall guys um what else i started go see george says we need to talk i started ghost of Tsushima. i do not like that game very much and i'm shocked because i thought i would love it how far i was very lukewarm my first 10 hours in that game five but- hours in that's another thing i was like only five hours it's very early but i was like i'm not feeling uh, george this. do you remember george when you and i talked and you were like i really like and i was like i'm not f- like lo- I-, I think it's fine i'm not loving it and then like our AC broke and we were confined to that room and basically like <laughs> the only thing that i could do was like fucking you know play video games like when i wasn't working and that it clicked it clicked and then like I, I was like all in on it but it did take me a little bit i know it's a big ask 10 hours finish but... the first yeah finish the first area yeah i'm dicking around the first area yeah finish the first area and if you like the first map island yeah first island, island right? yeah uh and if it's not clicking for you there i mean it won't it won't yeah that's what i think i think it will because i do like I like combat. I like the way it looks. It's absolutely gorgeous, but I'm just like, I don't really want to play it. Like I stopped just like, I don't want to explore this part. But again, I'm thinking once I hit a certain story part, it'll probably get better. So yeah. I'm assuming that. Are you happen. playing Hitman 3 tonight? Yes. I started playing okay. Hitman 3. That was my main Dude, thing. I'm pissed oh, off. Boy. Amazon has been driving me nuts with the pre-orders, man. It's like, just like Immortals took me forever to get one, like six weeks almost. Now, now it's pushed back for, for Hitman 3. I had to pre-order for Best Buy. 
to pick up tomorrow. Why do you care? You don't play any of these games. <laughs> I don't understand. I wasn't going to say it, but thank you. What? Hey, <laughs> sometimes it's just nice to know it's there. Sure. No, I love sometimes, Hitman. Sometimes, all the times. I've never played a Hitman game, but I was thinking about picking this one up. Three's great. And again, I tweeted this earlier because I, I played all those games because I love them. So you import all your progress from one and two. So when I started Hitman 3, it's just like, here's legitimately, here's 18 achievements because it gave you the back achievements because the old game is in the new game. So it's like, you've done it again. So, but yeah, the new stuff they put in there is gorgeous. Every level is great. Um, I'm only on the first level now, but yeah, I love Hitman. I can't wait to dive in that. This Does 3 come with 1 and 2 the way that 2 came with 1? or um, It depends. It'll come with it if you own it already or you can buy it. I've already owned them, so it just gave them to me and it redoes everything in the new engine. Gotcha. I think if you buy it on Epic Game Store, you can get one. It's weird, but I already own everything on Xbox, so when I bought it on Xbox, it's like, here you go. It's already installed. Cool. I'm curious. It. it looks fun. Like, I like watching people play. Like, it's like it's a fun game to watch, if nothing else. Like, I think it's a blast. Like, all the yeah. different. It's also my type of game. I know you talked to It wasn't your type of thing. It's definitely my type of thing. That's why I love it. I'll, I'll play Splinter Cell and fucking Hitman till the I day love I die. Splinter Cell, man. I love Splinter yeah. Cell. No, I, I enjoyed, like, I played, like, the original Hitman 2, like, Silent Assassin back in the day. Is that what it's called? Like, that was the, like, the one and only game, but I, I enjoyed that when I played it. Um, Hitman, that was Hitman Two, I think, was called Southern Assassin. Or yeah, that's the one I like. I played, but um, cool. Well, that about does it. I will be streaming on twitch.tv slash rental rush. Uh, you guys won't be in time to to be able to watch that, but I'll be playing some Resident Evil Eight demo action because it is out now on PlayStation. We'll give impressions next week and talk about the new trailer that just dropped. And uh, probably play a little bit of Secure Boss Rush, uh, depending on how long the the demo is. Um, that does it for me. Anybody else want to plug anything before we go for real this time? No, nah, man. Oh, no? Good to go. All right. Yeah. Well, give us a like, give us a share, give us a subscribe if you haven't already. Thanks for hanging out with us this week, and we'll see you next time. Deuces.